You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, Episode 43. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, President of Advisor Solutions. Do you have a balanced business? In other words, do you feel like you're excelling in each of the eight most important facets of your business equally? Or maybe, maybe it's just the opposite. (laughs) You find yourself spending a lot of time and energy working on some areas of the business and not the others. Does that sound more like you? Well, if so, know this. You are not alone. Most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers don't have a well-thought-out stepwise approach for building a balanced business. And they don't even know it. And the reason they don't know it is because they don't understand that there's a way to bring balance back into their business. Instead, they excel at only a few facets of the business, such as client servicing or portfolio management, at the expense of other parts of the business, such as prospecting or sales. So what do you do? (laughs) Well, you have two choices. Keep doing what you're doing, and you're going to keep getting what you're getting. Or you could learn what I call building a balanced business. That's what we're going to talk about today, how to build a balanced business. So if you're ready to learn how to take control of all facets of your business by applying strategies that can bring balance back into your business, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn how to build a balanced business? Because the more time you neglect facets that you're not working on, the more attention you're going to need to go to those facets. In other words, you can't neglect prospecting forever and expect to get to the next level. Let me tell you a quick story so you understand what I mean. Years ago, I was coaching a branch manager, great guy, and I coached him for a long time, but we were were about six months into it, and he was playing this game. It It was called the bottom line list. And I've talked about this before in previous podcasts. At any rate, to win the game, you literally block out a specific amount of time, five time blocks, and they each are 45 minutes. At any rate, to win the game, you need four out of five. Well, the very first thing in this game is prospecting from 8 to 8.45 or 9 to 9.45. And each day, he was winning the game. But when we started, what he realized is that he didn't have a pipeline. He, he it wasn't growing. His business wasn't growing. But he kept winning the game for six months. Every day, he'd do four out of five. And one day, we talked about his pipeline, and he said, well, I'm really not doing it. In fact, that's kind of the last thing I do at the end of the day, if I do it at all. You see, he was neglecting that facet of the business, and it wasn't growing. And as a result, we we turned it around and made that the very first thing that he was supposed to do anyway, but he started doing it, and he started to fill up the pipeline. And that area of the business was actually getting better, and he was putting more people into the pipeline and more people through the pipeline. So his business was growing. And that is how he was getting balance back into his business. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast today, because... I want you to understand that your success or lack of success is merely a byproduct of repeatable actions. And if you don't do those actions over time, 
you're going to find out that facet of your business is being neglected. And as a result, (laughs) you're probably not going to grow your business in this case, if it's prospecting that we're talking about. So what we're going to do today is we're going to cover three things. First, understanding the advisor's business wheel so that you can understand how to determine if your business is actually balanced or not. Second, the advisor's business wheel matrix so that you can understand your most important challenges and the solutions for each of the facets of your business. And third, how to turn balancing your business into a habit so that you can understand how you can incorporate the right activities to get balance back into your business. Now, before we jump into those three things that we're going to learn in this podcast, I need to ask you a few questions. What would your business be like and your life be like if you knew exactly what to do to create balance back into your business? Would you feel more energized? Would you feel more empowered? Would you like your business more? And would you apply what you learned? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. Understanding the advisor's business wheel. So when I got into the business back in 1993, I had spent 13 years as a financial advisor. When I began Advisor Solutions in 2004, by then I knew there was more to building a better business than most of those business development books really talked about. And here's what I mean. You see, most of the financial services business development books were really focused on one or two different topics. That's it. So you'd get a book on sales or you'd get a book on marketing for financial advisors and insurance agents. And I knew after being in the business for 13 years as a financial advisor, that entire workshops were created around one facet of the business. And it always fascinated me that that most people that were writing a book were writing about uh, one specific topic. And a lot of those people were never even in the business. So they didn't get it anyway. And what I realized over the years, even in myself, was that most financial advisors and insurance agents struggle with building balance into their business. Like I said, they excel in only a certain one or two facets of the business, like client servicing or portfolio management, at the expense of others like prospecting and sales. And it's interesting to note that balance in your business is not something you magically find but it's actually something you strategically create. But how do you know if your business is balanced in the first place? And how do you know if you have a challenge in something that you might not even be aware of? Well, I suggest that you utilize a tool that I created called the Advisor's Business Wheel. It's a simple but effective exercise in understanding how you rank yourself and your current level of satisfaction in each of the eight most important facets of your business. And here's what they are. Time management, prospecting, sales, relationship building, client servicing, marketing, and product knowledge, and managing accounts. And so before I get into the details of how to do this, I got to tell you how I created it. So I've talked about this before in a previous podcast, several actually, in the very first podcast that I did called, Are You Coachable? I told a story back then about how I created Advisor Solutions, but it's worth telling it again. So what I did years ago is I sat down and I closed this couple. 
<laughs> I put them into an annuity, and it was a pretty big dollar amount. In fact, if I told you what it was, you'd be glad to close them too. And they left, and I sat down with the paperwork in front of me, and I grabbed my phone. And I was about to call someone else. But I didn't know who I was going to call, what I was going to say. And, but I did know this. I wanted to set another appointment. I wanted to close another big case. But I realized I'm winging it. And winging it doesn't work. So I put the phone down. And I thought to myself, what else am I winging? And that was on my mind. And so I went home that night and I grabbed a piece of paper and I made a pie chart. And I thought, well, if this was the business... What is the business made up of? And here's what I did. I thought about this. What are the eight most important facets of the business? And I started with time management. If I don't have my time management down, everything else crumbles. And what about prospecting? If I don't prospect, I don't grow the business. What about sales? If I don't close people, nobody becomes a client. And relationship building, and client servicing, marketing, product knowledge, and managing accounts. And I looked at that and I thought, okay. I understand this is what the business is, but is it balanced? And I created the advisor's business wheel. And here's what I did. I rated each one on a scale of one to 10, one being the lowest, 10 being the highest, one being, you know, almost close to the very middle of that pie chart and 10 being the crest of the pie. And once I plotted each point, I connected the dots and I looked at it and I thought, wow, my business is not balanced. And from there, I started asking myself the tough questions. Why isn't it balanced? What's going on with time management, prospecting, sales, and so on? And I started looking for the challenges, asking myself the tough questions. What are my challenges in each of these facets? And this was even tougher. What are the solutions? And I looked at 40 different sources for the solutions, and I started applying the solutions. And when I started doing that, my business got a lot more balanced, and get this, my production went up, and things got a lot easier. And so what we're going to do right now is I'm going to teach you how to create the advisor's business wheel for yourself. That's what we're going to do next. Okay, so here's how the advisor's business wheel works. So if you're driving in your car or you're on a walk, you can't do this. However, if you are someplace where you can grab a pen, let's do the exercise together. So here's how it works. It's super simple. In fact, I just went over it. Draw a pie chart with eight pieces. So the first step is the easiest. You draw a pie chart with eight pieces of the pie, okay? And what you do is you make sure you label on the outside of each of those pieces the eight different facets. And let me tell you a quick story about an advisor, Tom. That's not his real name, and how I took him through this process. Tom was a 35-year veteran financial advisor who wasn't happy with the level of success that he was getting with his business. And he couldn't really articulate why. But he did know that there were challenges. But he didn't really understand where the challenges were. But he knew he needed some help with his business. So I had him create a pie chart. And I had him label it Tom's Business Wheel. And so that was our first step. And then we went to the next step. So the second step is to rate yourself in each facet. So in this second step, it's pretty simple. There's a couple of different ways you could do it. You could write out each facet down below, or you could literally just do it right away by looking at the first facet, time management, and then rating yourself 
this. One being the lowest or not satisfied, 10 being very satisfied. And so how satisfied are you in time management? How satisfied are you in, let's say, the next one, prospecting or sales? And the next one, relationship building and so on. So you rank yourself in each one of these. And remember, each one is independent. <laughs> I had a rookie one time giving himself all eights and nines all the way across the entire advisor's business wheel. And I knew he wasn't telling the truth. Well, let's get back to Tom. So once Tom had this business wheel created, I explained the rating system and had him do it as an exercise. It was starting to become apparent to him that this business was not balanced and that this business, his business, actually had the highest rankings were in things that he loved to do, client servicing, product knowledge, managing accounts. Those were great, but his lowest rankings were really in things he didn't like to do, prospecting, sales, relationship building. And he started to see that this thing was not balanced at all. So we went to the next step. Plotting your rating points. So the third step is to look at the pie chart that you created with a horizontal line and a vertical line and an x-axis. So you've got eight different slivers of the pie. And again, you know that each one of these is a different facet of the business. And you take that middle point and you consider that basically a zero. So if the middle is a zero and the crust of the pie is a 10, you plot the point according to whatever ranking you gave it. So let's say you gave time management a four, you'd go up four tenths of the way and you'd plot a point. And so I explained this to Tom so that he could take his rating points and start plotting them. And he did. And he said to me, I, I like talking to my clients and helping them out, but wow, I, I didn't realize that I, I really don't like doing these other things like prospecting. And what I don't like is trying to find additional clients after all these years. And so we went to the next step. Connecting the dots. This one's actually kind of fun. The fourth step is connect the dots. It's pretty easy. <laughs> this is what your, your advisor business wheel will look like once you've connected the dots. You can see it, and either it's balanced or it's a star. And I remember one day I was in downtown Minneapolis with a brand new prospect. He was the brother of a good client of mine, and I did this exercise with him and I asked him a series of questions, and I plotted the points, and I connected the dots, and I turned to, I turned to him, and I said, so I'm kind of curious. If we went out to your, your car right now, or let's say at 5 o'clock when the day is done, and we were getting in your car, and you looked down at your driver's side wheel, and it looked like, and I pointed to his advisor's business wheel, it looked like that, and it looked like a star. What would you do? And he said, I'd change it, the tire that is. And I said, what do you want to do with your business? And he said, oh, I want to change it. How do you want to do that? I want to hire you. And he did. But back to Tom. Tom connected the dots and looked at his advisor's business wheel and basically in silence for a while. Tom, if we walked out to your car in the parking ramp at the end of the day and you looked at your driver's side wheel what would you do? And he said, I'd change it. When do we begin? So let me tell you why the advisor's business wheel works. 
as you can see from the story, the advisor's business wheel works because you get this bird's eye view of your entire business in one shot. And you can see your level of satisfaction in each of those eight different facets of the business. And it helps you to understand what's out of balance and what do I need to work on? And it also could help you to get motivated to make changes, just like it did with Tom. Understanding the Advisor's Business Wheel Matrix. So now that you understand the advisor's business wheel, it's time to take it to the next level. So here's what I mean. Again, if you're in your car or on a walk, you probably can't do this. But if you're in a place where you can sit down, grab a piece of paper and and a pen, you're going to want to write these questions down. You see, what I'm looking at is what I call the advisor's business wheel survey. So over the years, I would create the advisor's business wheel for prospects and clients, and they would rate themselves, and we'd plot the points, and they'd say, yeah, it's not balanced. And then from there, I developed this next tool, the advisor's business wheel survey, to get a, a, a better look at why they rated themselves, whatever they rated themselves in each of the eight most important facets. And so here's what we do. In fact, write these questions down. I would label the top the advisor's business wheel survey. And you'd write the first one down, time management. And, you know, the others would be prospecting, sales, relationship building, client servicing, marketing, portfolio management, and so on. And so you'd write time management and you'd give yourself whatever the, the score was. Maybe it was a four or a three or, or whatever it was. And you just write that down. And then underneath that, you've got this question. What is my number one challenge with time management and why? And what that does is it helps you to kind of understand what the challenges are. That's what I did when I first started doing this for myself way back in 2004. And then you want to ask this question. If I were two points higher, what would be different than today and why? That helps you to kind of look at the results of what you would get if you could get two points higher, which I believe you can. And then the third question, if I were at a level nine, what would be different than the previous answer and why? So now we're going to take it to a whole nother extreme. And that's tough to do when you give yourself a three on time management or prospecting or something else. And now we're talking about what would a nine look like? And then the final question, what do you think might be the number one solution to get to a level nine? Now, that's a tough question because you may not have the answer. In other words, that's where I come in. I help people with solutions to things that will take them to the next level. Now, if we put this survey together, this is where the next tool comes in. It's called the Advisor's Business Wheel Matrix. So we did the survey, and we did it for, hypothetically, for each one of the eight different facets. So you've got a lot of information. Now what you want to do is you want to put it on an Excel spreadsheet so you can see the whole thing. And this is what the Excel spreadsheet looks like. The first column would say facet or business facets, and then underneath that, you would put all the eight different business facets. The next column would say ranking. And so right there, you would put in the number that you gave yourself on each of the eight most important business facets. Then you'd put in the next column would be titled number one challenge. And that's when you're going to put the information that you wrote down on the survey into the advisor's business wheel matrix. Then you put down the next column. 
if two points higher? Question mark. And you'd write in what it would look like. Now here's the most important column, the last column, solutions. And that's where you put in the tools and techniques and, and, and strategies and solutions that you need to go to the next level, which you may not even know at this point. And that's okay. That's where I come in. I'm going to go over what one looks like so that you fully understand what you can create yourself. So let's take a look at a sample advisor's business wheel matrix. And here's what I'm looking at. I won't go over all eight of these, but I'll go over a few. The first facet, time management. <laughs> this person put a number three was the ranking. The number one challenge is actually handling interruptions all day long. And as well, there's another one, having structure to the day. And this person said if they could tackle these two challenges, they would make them at least two points higher, if not even more than that, and they would feel more motivated and successful. So what are the solutions? Well, the solutions are the time matrix to do. It's a process for handling the interruptions and basically prioritizing all tasks and interruptions. So you know exactly what to do and when you're going to do those. And so this person would need to learn the time matrix to do and apply it. And let's go to the next one, prospecting. They gave themselves a four out of 10. And the challenge with prospecting really is unclogging the pipeline by handling objections. And they said that if they were able to do this, they would be two points higher because they'd have a lot more in the pipeline at any given time. And by the end of the, the year, they would have $120 million under management versus where they are now at $100 million under management. Really, the solution here is to make sure that you understand how to unclog the pipeline by handling the objections, because this is what the person was not doing. He wasn't handling the objections. So he needed to learn the solutions, which are solutions such as the smokescreen technique to be able to find the real objection, and the objection resolution model to be able to get through the real objection, and the new business strategy to have a, a good indication of who's in the pipeline, what stage are they in the pipeline, and so on. I did a podcast on all of these. Let's go to sales. This person gave themselves a five in sales, but they lacked technical expertise at closing. Even though they had a lot under management, they lacked technical expertise at closing because they weren't prospecting. And so the solution, what they needed to learn was the psychology of closing the second appointment and the question path exercise. I did podcasts on these too. And really what they are, they're designed to make sure that you move people into and through the pipeline because you're closing on a consistent basis. Relationship building. They gave themselves a six. They said the number one challenge is being a perfectionist and actually hearing that perfectionist advisor in their heads. I did a podcast on this, Mastering Motivation and Momentum. And in this one, they said if they were two points higher, they could easily bring in more assets, but it would bring them a sense of peace because they'd have a way to handle this inner dialogue, this negative inner dialogue. So I suggested the, the solution of using the advisor solutions inner dialogue by identifying negative inner dialogues, such as I'm never going to make it, or I, I have to be farther along, or I've got to close. I should this, I should that. And really being able to, once you hear that, 
to know what to do, to do a relief question, and then a positive counterstatement. I did a whole podcast on this too. Client servicing. Client servicing, they gave themselves a four. And they, the reason is, is the number one challenge is because they don't have a client servicing system. In fact, I did a podcast on this too. And what it would look like with two points higher would be they would have a systematic way to manage their book better and service their clients. In other words, the solutions really are segmenting the book, A, B, and C, and knowing how to create a client servicing system that has levels. What are you going to do for your A versus your B versus your C clients? And also automating it and communicating it. And so if this person were to put all of this, these solutions into their practice over time, these solutions will have a huge impact on their success. And so now that you understand these three tools, the Advisor's Business Wheel, the Advisor's Business Wheel Survey, and the Advisor's Business Wheel Matrix, you need to understand how to turn balancing your business into a habit. And that is what we're going to talk about next. How to turn balance into a habit. So I said we're going to cover three things in this podcast. First, understanding the advisor's business wheel so that you can understand how to determine if your business is balanced. Check. We did that. Second, the advisor's business wheel matrix so that you can understand your most important challenges and the solutions for each of the facets of their business. Check. We did that too. Now what we're going to do is we're going to talk about how to turn balance into a habit so that you can understand how to incorporate the right activities to get balance back into your business. And by now, you hopefully have realized that building balance in your business is just a process like anything else. In fact, everything I coach my clients on is just a process. And since you've come this far, it just makes sense to turn these tools into habits. That way you can improve each facet of the business and you'll get your business balanced again. Okay, so let's recap everything that we've talked about so far and then take the final steps so you can put it all together. First, we take the advisor's business wheel exercise. So we get that 30,000 foot view of is your business balanced or not? Second, we take the advisor's business wheel survey so you get a closer look at the solutions. Third, we put it all down on the advisor's business wheel matrix so you can see all of the challenges and solutions together. Now, we take it to the next level. Fourth, we add the solutions into the daily time block so that you can turn using the tools and techniques into a game and make it fun. And fifth, we create a reward punishment system around the game so that you apply the tools and techniques and you've got more skin in the game. So let me give you an example of how this works. So I'm going to take you through the steps so that you understand this just a little bit better. We talked about all of these except for step four. Step one, the advisor's business wheel exercise. So picture this. We did the exercise. We also realized that your lowest score is in, let's say, prospecting. You gave yourself a, a four. 
We also identified three areas that you need more attention with, but we won't talk about those right now. But by the time we're done with step one, we fully understand that your business is not balanced. Now we're going to go to the next step, the advisor's business wheel survey. In that, we would identify or we have identified your number one challenge with prospecting and the other ones. But we're going to focus on prospecting for right now. So bear with me. We've identified that the challenge is handling objections or not handling objections. And if you had two points higher or you plotted two points higher because you're getting better at this, you said I would have assets in the pipeline that are four times as much as I do now. And by the end of the year, I could easily be at $120 million versus where I am today. And we determined what it would look like if you gave yourself a nine. You would know exactly how to handle objections. And all the objections would be kind of fun because you know that an objection just means that you're ready to handle it and you're one step closer to closing. And obviously, we could discuss the survey for each of these facets and you know so much more about your business. And we go to step three, the advisor's business wheel matrix. And we discuss all of the results from the survey and we put it all together on the matrix and we talk about each of the facets. But again, we're only going to talk about prospecting for now. And we map out all the techniques to help you master handling objections. And we discuss the smokescreen technique so that you can find the real objection. We did a whole podcast on this. The objection resolution model technique so you can get through the objection once you find it. And we discuss a tool called the Advisor's Edge Worksheet, which I will do a podcast on, which is really a worksheet, an Excel spreadsheet, so you know exactly what to do when you get an objection. And we role play everything. So now you're ready to take the next step, which is step four. The Advisor's Business Wheel tracker. So here's what we do. We put all your tools and techniques onto an Excel spreadsheet. So picture this. The tools are on the rows and the days of the week are the columns. And once you know that, we start to incorporate these tools into your bottom line list. And the bottom line list is just a, a structured tool for your day, a tool to structure your day on the most, the five most important things that you need to work on every single day, like prospecting, <laughs> client servicing, prospect follow-up, getting ready for appointments or being in appointments, and miscellaneous. So you have prospecting blocked out on your bottom line list. And you have your advisor's edge worksheet, this Excel spreadsheet that tells you exactly what to say. And you have it up when you're ready to prospect. And every time that you get an objection, well, you know exactly what to do <laughs> because it's right in front of you. And you try every day to beat your top score, meaning you turn objections into a game. And eventually, you increase your skill sets because you're looking forward to objections because you're plotting or you're writing down how many objections I got every single day. And soon your number four, your ranking for number four, will go up and your business will be more balanced. Now, before we go, I need to tell you one last story. It's a story about a rookie financial advisor who was struggling to bring balance into his business. 
It wasn't that he wasn't prospecting. It was that he wasn't effective prospecting. You see, this rookie was struggling. And he was trying to get better, but he was having a hard time. He didn't know what to do. Objections were stopping him. You see, objections used to stop him once he got objections because he couldn't get through the objections. So we started working on what to do, what to say, how to say it, and role-playing it. And he actually had fun with it, and he got good at it. And I remember he made a game out of it. And he made the game a little bit different than I would have created, but I thought it was brilliant. And what he would do was this. Every time he got an objection, he would literally come back with either the smokescreen technique, I completely understand, in addition to being busy, what else is holding you back from wanting to get together? Uh, I have an advisor. Is there anything else? No. Or the objection resolution model, which is what you do when you actually get the objection, find the real objection, like I have an advisor. And when he'd get to that, he'd do the objection resolution model like... I completely understand that you have an advisor. Everybody I've ever worked with had an advisor, so I get it. But I'm kind of curious. If there was one thing that you could change, if you could change anything about your relationship with your current advisor, what would it be? And they might say something like, I don't know. I never hear from him. And he would come back with, well, that's exactly why I want to get together with you. You see, I have a client servicing system where my clients know when we're going to get together what we're going to talk about, and what to do in between meetings. Hey, do you have any time at Tuesday at 3 or Wednesday at 4 so I can explain my client servicing system? Which day is better for you, Tuesday at 3 or Wednesday at 4? And he had it all in front of him with the Advisor's Edge worksheet. But here's what he did that was so brilliant. Every day he would do this, and what he would do is he put a quarter into a jar when he heard an objection. And... At the end of the day, he'd count up the quarters. And every day, he was trying to beat his record. And I remember at one point, I said, where are you at? You know, what's your record? And he said, 27. Well, what's interesting about that is I brought it up to him years later, and he said, 27, that's nothing. That means I'm not prospecting enough. The point is, he had such a low number with his prospecting facet of the business that when he started to learn how to handle objections... He started to have fun with it, and he started to make a game out of it. And get this, his number went up a lot, and so did his appointments, and so did his new accounts, and so did his gross commissions. And that wasn't the only facet of his business that he was working on. He was working on all the other ones, too. And his business became balanced. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time. 